0: welcome back to the air (laughs) i like to keep it i'll I'll do it again that's just the first time i've done that and just tell me when to go three two one welcome back was that too early no that was great damn it that's all right three two one don't want i'm editing all this (laughs) three two one Welcome back to the AOT Chronicles, an Attack on Titan podcast. I'm your host, Chaz. People are going to love that so much. My name's Ronnie, and uh, we got a good one for you today. Yeah, the train keeps a-rolling. We got the goat featured in this episode. Um, Who might the goat be? Well, it's episode 20, Erwin Smith, 57th Expedition, Beyond the Walls. Part four. Let's get it. Hey, first of all, we're—they're never going to tell us when this show's coming out, are they? No, I think they're just playing with us at this point. Do we feel. Do you feel like it's being pushed back? Is that what's going on? I feel like at this point, if it has to be, if they haven't said anything, feels like two months out just feels yeah. weird that. Unless they're be. just trying to shock us with a date two weeks before it happens, I don't know. Yeah, I. Yeah, I don't, know. I don't know. Paris, let us know if you hear anything. Paris <laughs> is no longer listening. That's probably right. It, he probably heard the Keith debacle and he's done with us. But, anyways, let's get to it. You asked him for money and he found the door to, on the way out. Well, I sent him my Venmo tag. I didn't God, ask him for money. Chad, just kind of implied it. <laughs> we're broke on this podcast, dude. We need some money. This five hundred dollar mic is just put a dent in my bank account. But anyways, we're gonna get right to it. It's your $400 vape mod. Thing? <laughs> We're right where we left off with the female titan being trapped in the grappling spikes, is what I call them. Um, she's just sitting there chilling, okay? But anyways, we go to Aaron and Levi squad, except for Levi because he's with Erwin at this point. Right. Also, interesting word, chilling for the female titan. Well, it well, doesn't look like a very chill situation. But. <laughs> About as chill as you can be in that situation. But we go, we go over to Aaron and Levi's squad, and they're still riding off, and Petra's, she's telling Aaron, she's like, just stop and think. We're gonna, we we got to keep going further, further away. Just chill the fuck out, because Aaron's you know, doing his whole thing. So right as that happens, we have Levi drawing his blade. He's, he's near the female Titan with Erwin. Hand. I'm not sure we've ever talked about this and how we haven't. I don't understand. But uh, Levi's dope, how basically he handles his swords different from everyone else. Oh, his reverse grip, however yeah, you want to call it. Like a backhand. However, yeah, whatever you want to say. It's. I think they mention that kind of more in the OVAs. Right, and I know they kind of bring it up. Yeah, I've, they've definitely referenced to it. But it's also just some, I just like how they throw that in there, and for people that pay attention, you notice it, but he's like, I, yeah, from what I know, the only person I've ever seen. Well, actually, spoilers, not really spoilers, but in the OVA, I do remember now, he started using that reverse grip, whatever you want to call it, and yeah. somebody was like, nah, why would you hold it like that? Right. And then he instantly just started shredding with it, and they yeah. were like, oh, uh, never mind. But so, he, I guess he started, from the beginning, he's been doing this, this way. But yeah, he draws his blade in his little reverse grip style, and uh, he's getting ready to just, he says an eye for an eye, and then he's ready to shred this thing. But right when he does that, Irwin yells, Muta! Which means fire in Japanese, if you didn't know. And more spikes start impaling the bitch. Right. So they just start, they're just shooting everything. Hey, they don't even care at this point. You just got to keep it down, keep it down. That's, I'm with it. Yeah. You I mean, can't be too careful. That's right. I mean. The budget's clearly not going towards the cannon, <laughs> so let's spend all the budget on these grappling <laughs> uh, hook mabobbers. So as they as those things just start flailing away, we then leave that scene and we go to the soldiers that are on top of the trees. Um, who still have no fucking clue what's going on? Right. They're just chilling. They're watching the Titans. They're just holding them back, listening to probably hundreds of grappling hooks going off. Right. They hear all these loud noises. They have no idea what's going on. Are we winning? <laughs> and that's when like some of the some of the Titans are like semi climbing up the trees. Oh yeah, to to early them. Titan of the week this week, uh, Tarzan Titan. These guys just making quick work of this tree. Yeah, that's impressive, dude. Especially considering they no Titan has ever climbed a tree before. This guy's just learning on his own. Yeah, well, the, which is, brings up a cool conversation between Armin and John, where they're basically like, they have the knowledge to adapt. Like, you know, this guy yeah. didn't know how to do it before, but he's figuring it out. Yeah, that Armin's like horrifying. gets so nervous. He, he Armin notices it right off. He's like, "Whoa, this means they can actually learn. We might be screwed." And that's when John's like, he tells Armin he believes the mission all along was to lure this Titan into capturing it. He thinks from the beginning this is what Erwin had in mind. His brains kind of churn in. I'm sure Armin's figured this out the second they left because he's a genius. But yeah. Big brain John, okay? Development, he's getting the brains now. This guy is really coming along. He was, um, he seemed a little stressed out a couple episodes ago, but. He's maybe calming back down, thinking, using the noggin a little bit. Just he's calm, not, he's not down. trying to kill one of the veterans from behind anymore. Just calm down, John. We then go to Aaron and Oreo um, over on the other side, or in the forest, I guess. And Petra's saying uh, the same thing about Erwin, literally what Armin and Jean were pretty much saying. She's like, I'm, I'm sure Erwin had this from the start um then aaron's like well why didn't he tell any of y'all y'all are like the most trusted squad y'all are the the veterans here you're not giving enough credit for this whole conversation um to one of my favorite characters the wizard the god elgin i fuck with him heavily and he makes me want to rock the ponky knot you want to rock the punky knot now? yeah do you think i could do it uh, well, you are 5'3, 295 pounds, so you might be able to do it. I think i look. Well, in that case, I got like a sumo thing going on. They rock it. Well, how do you pronounce his name again? Say that one more time. I say Eld Jin. Eld Jin? Like Eld Jin Baylor? No, it's two names Eld, Eld? and then his last name's Jin. So, like Eld Jin Baylor? No, so his first name is Eld. Okay, E L D L. And then the last name is like the uh, the liquor product gin. Gin. Okay, so it's just like or, or slap me across my face and it's L D Gin. Nah, that doesn't sound right. Hey, I think it's L el, L Gin, L D Gin, L D. He's eldgin. just one of those guys. I feel like you say the first name, the second name so short, you gotta throw it in there, and like I said, he's my guy. Well, Oreo and. Uh... Petra, they're not having Aaron's slander they're they're pissed off that he's like questioning why he wouldn't tell them, right, you know all that stuff, and that's when our boy Elgin, he butts in and he's like, well, actually, Aaron's kind of right. He's right about Erwin not telling us, um, this has to mean for him not to tell us or anyone that there's a traitor amongst us, and he's trying to weed him out. This is what his conclusion is. And I don't know how your notes are set up, but this is where things get... Usually this show does a great job, and I think they're going for something here. And for me, they might have missed out a little bit. How they keep jumping from Aaron's group to Armin and up in the trees, and they're all kind of talking about this same thing. It it got super confusing the first time, especially when I didn't know these characters as well as I do now from rewatching, watching or, uh, of course owning this very successful podcast where we right. we yep. are constantly studying these characters. Yeah, I really didn't I it took me about 17 rewatches of this episode before I really got the gist of it. Yeah, um, uh I've always been a little bit quicker than you. I got it by episode 14, but Okay, yeah. I was, I was there. I was getting there at 14. Just took a few more after that. We've got so much time on our hands. I thought about going back and splicing this episode up and editing it to where you only get Aaron's group uh, conversation first and then Armin's. Uh, okay. You can look for that on our YouTube channel coming soon, I'm sure, just in case that's something you might be interested in. Please subscribe, by the way. We are just needing subs. Yeah, no one listens to podcasts <laughs> on YouTube except for you, Chess. That's, that's really right um, but anyways it, it is kind of confusing they did it decent at the very beginning but it's like they throughout this whole episode they keep switching back and forth which gets kind of confusing but anyways they're just talking about how genius Erwin is or at least that's, that's what I'm thinking um, this man is just the best I love Erwin he's the GOAT we all know he's the GOAT and if you don't think he's the GOAT please uh, send us some feedback because we want to hear how wrong you are but anyways, Eld alludes that the spy must have killed Sony and Bean. We all know who Sony and Bean is. Very important Titans. And Aaron then remembers that Irwin's question to him from back in the day and how creepy it was. What? <laughs> you talking about when he came up and his son said, what do you see? <laughs> hey, who is the real enemy? What do you think is going on here? And Aaron said, I don't know. And then he went, all right, my bad. That was a little weird. I'll see you later. <laughs> Petra even then even then she kinda of remembers him asking something similar to her as well. And they were all kinda of like, Well maybe if we actually answered that properly, we could have been in on this uh situation. I still don't think so. I I mean I think Erwin from the beginning knew who he was gonna let know. Yeah. I don't wanna get ahead of you, especially because I mean, Elle pretty much says it here in a second about pretty much who knows about this this plan. Okay, so well, do you want to get to it? Yeah. You can go see. for it. But so basically, uh, Eld deduces that pretty much it's only going to be the people who have been part of the Scout Regiment for five plus years. And then they do a little flash up on the screen about who those characters are. And there's actually more than I would have guessed, but basically the only ones that I know the names of. I know you're a bit more of a veteran uh, show watcher, uh, Chaz, so if, if you know the names, please speak out. But yeah. the ones that we see that I know were Erwin, Levi, Hanj, and Mikay. But it also shows at least six more people, I think. Yeah, which which really, the the main ones you need to know are the four that you yeah, just mentioned. Yeah, there was, there was one woman who... Uh I believe she was trying to talk to my girl Krista earlier which I'm not okay with. Krista needs to be in a bubble. So okay. Only I can look at her, talk look at her and talk to her. Okay. Well, how old are you again? Uh 17. Okay. Never mind. That's you're fine then. I thought you were a little bit older. That's weird. But uh um anyways, Oreo well, actually, before I get to that, the reason Eld deduces that is because five, deduces is such a great word. It's an awesome word. But he deduces that because five years ago is when the attack first happened. He kind of mentions maybe they well they know that someone infiltrated. Then so anybody that was there before five years shouldn't be a part of that, right? But Oreo then tries to act hard. Of course, yeah, that's his move. I mean. And Petra, I just love how she calls him basically a fake Levi. She's like, oh, you're, you're pulling that act again, trying to act like Levi? You're nowhere near him. And that just pisses him off, which Oreo, I mean, I like him, but dude, just... He's just a little too cocky. Yeah, how is his tongue not just shredded at this point? As many <laughs> times as he's bit that thing. But then they all contemplate if it was wrong because of all the people that died, if Erwin really made the wrong decision... And this is actually, sorry, this is actually going back to the soldiers on the trees that are contemplating this. Right, this this is where it gets confusing. Yeah, it gets confusing. It's back and forth. So we're back to the soldiers on the tree. And Armin's like, no, it wasn't wrong because you can always say that once things have already happened. Yeah. But you can always have regrets. You can always be like, oh, we could have done it this way after the the fact. Right. It's easy to say that once you know how things Mm -hmm. turn out. He's like, but you have to make a choice. And he believes that Erwin made the right choice. He just, he stuck with it. You gotta make a choice and stick with it. You can't flip-flop back and forth. I mean, the whole point they're out here is to try and figure out more about the Titans, so... Yep. So anyways, and then go back to the other Levi squad. Eldigen is telling Aaron that you'll find out soon why Erwin is entrusted with Humanity's Hope, talking about the Survey Corps. So, he's kind of just alluding to... How badass Erwin is and how he's the perfect guy for the job. Which is cool because, I mean, this entire episode's called Erwin Smith, but yet he's not in it that much. It's just all these different troops talking about him and his decision. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. He's only said, Muta! <laughs> like, like. spoiler alert, there's a whole lot of other episodes that could have been called Erwin Smith other than this one. Yeah, for sure. So then we go back. <laughs> We're going back and forth here. We go back to Armin. And he says that if there is someone going to bring change, it's got to be somebody willing to sacrifice what they care for and someone who can throw their throw aside their humanity. Pixis flashes up on the screen. Mm-hmm. How much do you miss him? Oh, I miss that guy. It makes me really think of how like Pixis All the commanders are just badass, pretty much. Right. Besides, well, never mind. Worry Menza. He's a captain. He's not a commander. Fuck that guy. But, God. Keith Jr. But, uh, yeah, it just really makes me think back to how badass Pixis and Erwin are together. I kind of wish that they had more scenes together, but... Armin then says... Sorry. Wrong thing. We're at the calling card now. Well, before you go to the calling card, right before the calling card, he does say a really cool quote that I like, which is, a person who cannot give up anything can change nothing. I love that. Armin's already, to me, he's already got the mindset of a leader. He might be a, kind of a scared coward and stuff, but the stuff he says, he is just such a smart guy. Yeah. And it kind of that's kind of foreshadowing, foreshadowing too. Yeah, well, if you'd asked me in the beginning who had the quicker turnaround of, you know, Armin was kind of just a wimp, Aaron was kind of just a loose cannon, I would have thought, uh, Aaron will get put in his place quicker, than Armin stops being a wimp. And Armin's still a wimp, but he's just so much more than that, too, because, I mean, he saves a lot of people in his own way that goes unnoticed a lot of the time. Yeah, like just his... uh Going back a couple episodes, when they were fighting the female Titan, him, Jean, and Reiner, just his quick thinking, well, when he got hit in the head and he started yelling about his best friend getting killed and stopping the female Titan. Right. Just that, that alone was just so genius and... Tell him to put the hood up. Yeah, just very smart guy. But then we go to the calling cards. Page turn. (laughs) So the calling cards talk about the grappling things, okay? We're going to get a little info on that. Special target capture weapon, a newly developed weapon Survey Corps created to capture a specific Titan. The barrels are loaded with seven steel tubes, very specific, each of which has coiled wires with arrowheads at both ends. So that's a little cool info because I had no idea what these things were at the beginning. I just thought they were like grapples. But that gives us a little insight on, on how they're capturing this yeah, son of a bitch. Yeah, Hanji even uh, mentions it in even a little bit more further detail about, you know, it's the way it's designed. The more you move, the tighter they get. I thought that was, um, well, first of all, way more uh, thought and modern technology for this time being put into those things than the cannons. Well, the cannons are fixed now, but I see what you're going for there. We then go to Levi and Micke and uh, they're about to go for a slice of the female Titan. They're like, you know what, let's go slice the nape, let's get this bitch out of here. And right when they do that, she hardens her skin. Their blades just break right off. Um, Erwin sees this and he's like, whoa. Alright, change of plan, prepare the explosive explosives let's blow this shit bag's hands off let's blow it up he's like we'll we'll do it all at my signal of course because we're doing everything on Irwin's signal so then levi gets on top of um her head oh this is such a bummer what's such a bummer I just he's levi he's talking this much smack and the female titan still no. ends up getting away he's having a friendly conversation with her He tells her, he's like, just come out of here. Everything's fine. We're not trying to hurt you. That's not what he says. He's like, you killed my troops. Was it fun for you? I'm having fun right now. He then asks if he's like, is it okay if I cut off uh, your hands and legs? It's just fun. He's like, they'll grow back. And he's like, by the way, I'm not talking about your Titan hands and legs. I'm talking about your human body hands and legs, which was... Awesome. I love that line. Well, he's already threatened uh, Aaron with that, not even threatened it. He said, don't worry, this is a good thing. <laughs> They're like lizards. They grow right back. We figured out how to get you out of there. We can just cut your arms and legs off. Well, right when he does that, she obviously hears it because she lets out a terrifying scream, probably the scariest scream we've heard yet. And Mike, our guy with a nose starts sniffing around he's like oh that scream doesn't sound good to me i need to sniff what's in this forest and he's like erwin they're coming all of them pretty much and erwin's like oh shit how there's that one spike in the hurt eye how is she leaving that eye open no tears coming out do titans have tears um, that's a good question. I've never seen one. Where- I don't like things around my eye, so I was very transfixed on that one when Levi's talking to her. It's just right through it. And you don't like stuff in your eye? No. Like Oh yeah, you have like, allergy. Thank I God that. I don't have to do contacts or anything like that. I just wouldn't be able to do it. I can't put eye drops in no matter how hard I try. I've touched my eyeball once with my finger just to see what it feels like. How was it? It's like all slimy and weird. It's not it's not that great. Okay. <laughs> so then anyways, uh All the Titans start coming. Yeah, but this sound, like you said, it was one of the more horrifying sounds. The only other place I've ever heard a scream so or as bad as this was um just every now and then I hear it coming from your bedroom some nights. Um that yeah, uh, that's uh And then always there's always some handsome woman eating my cereal and wearing your robe when I get up the next morning. I don't know if the two are connected, but it's just weird. It's happened three or four times, and all the times that seems to be what follows. And I'm usually the one screaming, but uh, yeah. So we go to. That's uh you. Sa- <laughs> we go to Sasha. We're we're uh, flip flopping back and forth again, and mm-hmm. uh, Sasha's telling Mika says so she's like. I'm from the forest and I know what that scream is, okay? That's a great Sasha. That is a cornered animal that has nothing to lose. Hey, shout out to Sasha for having a conversation that didn't involve food until right there at the very end when she roasted people who grow vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> did you catch that? I did catch that. She roasted me because uh, you're just a crop grower. Just you're grow special. vegetables. I did like that. That's... She was potato girl, but I know. She t- I mean, I did like though that she finally had some page good, turn. I did like though how she finally had some good info. Uh, besides food. Yeah, gives get little, a little bit of her background of yeah. where she came from. And she is right though that is the sound of a corner animal that has nothing to lose and will do anything. And Mikasa she went along with it because she said Sasha kind of had a sixth sense about bad things. Which she should have added, and food. And food, yeah. But? Six and a half cents. Yeah. So then Erwin, uh, he starts commanding the troops to stop the incoming Titans. Not just troops. I know it's probably an important job, but I would not want to be known as a wagon guard. That's, that's who he tells to go intercept some Titans you yeah, put that. your faith in the wagon guards you might as well call them the suicide guards or whatever because you... and for all i know they're very impressive soldiers because the wagons are very important but i just i don't want to be a wagon guard <laughs> that's so true it's a terrible title you know you're gonna die if you're a wagon i mean guard. right like levi gets to be like oh i'm a i'm a captain and Deploy the wagon guard. Squad leader, and then you go, oh, well, you're with the scout regiment. What do you do? Well, I'm a wagon guard. <laughs> like oh, what wagon? Toilet paper mostly. We I just guard the toilet paper. Uh, it's on the wagon, and I guard it. Well, that's when we go to Levi too, though. He's he's still on top of her head. He's kicking her head, and he's like he call. I love when he calls her a bitch. That's just ultimate Levi right there. And then Levi calls her a bitch. He finally goes away, and the Titans just start. They try to stop the onslaught of the Titans, but we think, oh, they're gonna, the Titans are going to save her. Nah, the Titans are coming to devour this chick, which is nuts. Because when I first saw this, I thought for sure they were just coming to attack everyone, but they instantly went for her and just started devouring her. And they find Irwin's finally like, okay, this is too overwhelming. We got to just fall back for a second. Dude, how bad would this this would suck so bad. They were on the right track for coming back with the most impressive thing I imagine they've ever come back with. I mean, what do you think when they've gone on these it's like 50 something admissions? I I guess we haven't really heard, I mean, I know they've found out some information and that's like when uh they were initially doing the cadet training, they said everything we know is based off what uh the scouts have come up with, but They're getting ready to bring back this female Titan and really crack open the the case, but instead they're going to have to go back and it's going to be just like that first episode where all they have to show for it is just dead people. Yeah. It's such a depressing job. (laughs) They got nothing. (laughs) Absolutely nothing. nothing. Imagine how excited you have to be, too, to be like, oh, we're about to bring this back? What? Mission successful? How do we do this? Nothing. None of us knew what we were doing, and we're about to do We're about to bring this bitch back. But yeah, they. Erwin pretty much just admits defeat. When he admits defeat, that kind of just tears my heart, because I feel like Erwin should never admit defeat, even when he's just. Even if he's dead. Never admit defeat, Erwin. You're the best. But he, he even says, too, he's like, I, I can't believe that this bitch would go to the links that she did. Well, we're assuming she. She's got boobs and an ass, but. Go to the links that she did to hide the evidence. Well, I have an ass, but I'm not... Well, I mean, not a round one like that one. Well. Not that I would look or anything, but... Well, I mean, I've been doing glute exercises. You don't... Just take a look. Just take a look later. I'm doing better. But uh, Levi then says they're screwed if they return empty-handed. He's like, well, I mean, what are we going to... We're all going to die, pretty much, if we return empty-handed. We're going to go to jail. What's going to happen here? And Erwin's like, Well now all that's left to do is just to get back without more casualties. Um, it's kinda of depressing. <laughs> so what did you do? And or like what do you come back with and well more people could have died, but we put a kibosh to that and so we're back now. We're back. You got any good news? More people could have died. That's my good news. Erwin then he looks at Levi right when they're retreating or whatever and he tells him to refill his gas and blades. And Levi's like, I have plenty. What are you talking about? And he's like, no, nah, that's an order. Follow mm. it. Nothing I like more than seeing hard-ass Levi just be like, you got it, boss. Just shows how much trust he has in Irwin, man. They're just, I, I ship them. You Whoa. Know what i shipping them. As best buddies? or Well, as best buddies and maybe even more than that. That's how, that's how much I like them together. Best Buddies. Best Buddies, yeah. We'll go Best Buddies. So the smoke signals go off for retreat. And everyone in the tree still have no idea what's going on. They're just guessing. (laughs) They're still there. (laughs) And at this point, can we just say, I cannot believe that Mikasa has stayed with her group this entire time. Pretty badass to hold her back like that. Well, I guess she's really holding herself back, but... I mean, what's going on? This feels out of character. Once she started hearing screams and stuff, I don't know how she stayed. Maybe this is a little character development. Maybe she'll never want to save Aaron again. (laughs) You want to bet on it? (laughs) But then we go to Petra, and Petra's thanking um, Aaron... She's like, thank you so much for trusting us. We pulled this off. Like, oh, we're retreating now. Oh, we pulled it off. You're the best, Aaron. I told you to trust us. Nothing bad will ever happen to us. Pretty much is what she says. No foreshadowing at all right here. Then, what's this? Is it Elgin that says this? I kind of messed this up in my notes when he says, wow. He's like, Aaron, you did good for your first mission. He's like, Petra and Oreo, they they both pissed themselves. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, El, Elgin is the best, man. He totally uh, totally outed Petra and Double Stuff Wario for pissing in their pants. And then he also followed it up with a, hey, just so you know, man, I did not piss my <laughs> pants the first time. Totally sounds like something you would say, Ronnie. Uh, always trying to make yourself look better, even though we all know you would have pissed yourself if you went on this mission. But Jeez, I love it. Man. No offense, but... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Elgin, remember the name. Elgin. Elgin Baylor. All Stop right. Stop making it one name. It's two names. And then we go over to a mysterious hooded scout, just a lone soldier. It's just sitting. It just kind of pans over, you know, just staring off into the trees. Erwin then says to Hanji, "He's like." I mean, at this point, we're thinking could be Levi. It's just could be anyone. All it is just a yeah. solo. Could be anyone at this point. I think point. the we first really time know. I was probably thinking it was Levi. Yeah. As soon as I saw it. was short, pretty short, so it was like, oh, it's Short, shooting, uh, shooting flares up. Yeah, shoots a flare up. Erwin then says to Hanji, he's like, hey, we didn't see anyone get eaten in that, did you? And he's like, I know there's a lot of steam. We can't really see anyways. He's like, but did you actually see the person inside the Titan get eaten too? And he goes, he tells Hanji too, he's like, if your hypothesis is correct and they have ODM gear inside that titan then they could escape if they don't technically get eaten they could they could wish they could uh, shoot themselves out of there and start flying away and then we see the hooded person is, is flying flying and just slices down one of the survey corps members Who Gunther what? Gunther yes Gunther just slices Gunther down which it's That's got to be one of the worst ways to die. You think that one of your comrades is coming near you, and it's not your comrade, and just... Especially since you have that uneasy... Like, they knew something was up. Because they're, like, calling out for Levi, and, you know, Elgin is... He's looking at him kind of weird, and they're all paying attention, and then... But there's not... I mean, they're wearing your uniform, and nothing like this has happened before, because normally they're not fighting other people. And, yeah, the biggest problem is Titans. They're not going to have to worry about somebody in a hood. Just like that. Old, boom, old Gunther. Old Gunther. So upsetting, dude. And then that's when Erwin's final words are, "It could he, the female Titan could now be disguised as one of our men. And then that's where the episode ends. And then to backtrack a little bit, it might have been when they were having the literal uh, pissing contest talk about who was peeing okay. in their pants. Um I think it's Eld says because Double Stuff Oreo. Of course, he's he's been a little bit of a prick the whole time, but he's on a whole other level this episode. He just won't shut up, uh, and he talks about how he's got the most kills. And you know, any smart person could figure this out on their own, but I just like that they said it out loud, which is you can't judge who is the better soldier based only off kills. Yeah, is he the? I can't remember. See the one that has a shit ton of assists? Yeah. No, no, no. Or who? Which one has o- the sh- Oreo has the most kills. Oreo has the most... Okay, yeah. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so that's why... It's because he's stealing. He's stealing them. Everyone else is setting them up. And yeah. He's stealing them. He's like you are in Call of Duty whenever I... I'm putting so much damage into them. Oh and my you just god, you just don't know how to finish. It's your problem. No, you just come in and finish them. I've got like a thousand damage to your 200, you but just, somehow you have 10 You kills. can get the hit marker right on them, but as soon as you start hitting that fire trigger and recoil, you don't know how to handle it. <laughs> next thing you know, sure, that's what it is. shooting lights out on the ceiling. Stop screen peeking, okay? I know we play right next to each other while we hold hands, but you don't First have to do five it. subscribers to email us, their Gamer Tag gets to play with Ronnie and Chad. Okay, is that a, that's a thing. We'll, we'll start Twitching, too. You know what? If we can get enough <laughs> subs, we will Twitch. <laughs> People have been asking for it. They say, when are you guys getting on Twitch? No one's asked for it, and uh, we more than likely don't have the funds to do it. But still, let us know at at gmail.com um, Credit cards is, exist. I just can't stress this enough. We're just building a community of good old, good old folks who love Attack on Titan. And right now, we're small enough to where we can uh, really show the love. We'll show the love to anybody. If you want some love, we'll give it to you. When when you get to be a leader like this, and you're just one of the few, you know, hundred or so people listening, you get this special attention. I'm a big time follower, so you know, I never get on a podcast early. When I get to podcast. Uh, like have you heard of this joe rogan guy i found him recently he's got he's got a couple of viewers is that i saw something on spotify is he on spotify i don't he's even know he's pretty he niche so you might okay um, i have to check him out he probably gets the views of anyone i listen to but. but anyway this has been another successful episode well, uh, I, before before we end this i would like to say i think the levi squad is really going to come around and turn up for them. Wow. I guess we're just going to have to wait and see. Guess so. Wait and see. Tune in next time. This has been the AOT Chronicles. I've been Ronnie. And I'm Chad. And I'll stay Ronnie. And we'll see and you I'll next And I'll stay Chaz. Week. Peace. Peace.